My next guest is an internationally known pet and animal expert. He's worked with more than 40,000 pets, including those of many well-known celebrities, people like Al Pacino, Rodney Dangerfield, David Letterman, and more. He also hosts his own syndicated radio show, The Pet Show with Warren Eckstein. It's on AM 870 The Answer from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. out here. Nationally from 1 p.m. Uh, to 3 p.m., the AM 870 The Answer, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. show is on Saturdays. Please welcome back to the show, Mr. Warren Eckstein. Warren, it's been forever. Yeah, it's been a long time, Larry. I kind of miss you. <laughs> Man, Warren, what? this is insane what's going on. Uh, can, can pets pick up the tension, pick up the anxiety and the stress that's going on in society in general? Absolutely. The anxiety and stress goes from one end of the leash, Larry, right to the other end of the leash. And, and we hear about the divorce rates going to go up. I think pets are going to leave their guardians when this is over because they just had it being around people 24-7. But the same anxiety, the same stress... The most important thing I can tell people if they want to alleviate the anxiety and stress is just kind of basically try to keep the schedule you normally have with your dogs and cats. Now, Warren Eckstein, I'm sure people are asking you this over and over again. Can you contract coronavirus from your pet? Can you give the coronavirus to your pet? Here's the bottom line. According to the CDC, there's absolutely no evidence whatsoever to suggest that pets can spread COVID-19 to people. So bottom line is, though, if you do have COVID-19 and you are self-quarantining at home, you should try to have someone else take care of the pet. Not that the pet's going to give it to you, but it's possible that you may touch the pet, it may be on his fur, so you want to be real careful about that. But in terms of, of dogs and cats giving us corona, absolutely not. I know there's been a lot of talk because that tiger uh, developed the corona at the Bronx Zoo, mm-hmm. uh, but I've been doing a lot of research on that, Larry, and here's the bottom line. Wild cats and domestic cats are entirely different. So the, the, the fact that they tested, by the way, none of the other tigers got sick. So you have nothing to worry about. If you have a dog and cat at home, use, wash your hands, clean them off. If you walk them, wipe their feet when they come into the house. Don't let other people pet them. That's really important. And you should not be petting other people's pets either. Uh, that's really important stuff. But in terms of us being fearful, the fear is not from us getting COVID from them. Uh, the fear is, can we give the COVID to them? That's what they believe happened with the tiger at the Bronx Zoo. I'm talking to Warren Eckstein, an internationally renowned pet and animal expert. Warren, I've seen people walking around near my neighborhood with a mask on themselves and a mask on the dog. Is that just for fun, or does the owner really believe that the dog has a possibility of contracting the coronavirus? That's a great question. You know, I've yet to see it in my neighborhood on the west side. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just have unmasked dogs. I don't know, Larry. <laughs> I, from my perspective, it's probably, if you lived in an area where lots of people are walking their dogs and, and there's a real big problem with COVID-19, then maybe a mask on the dog would not be a bad idea. However, I, my dogs walk in my neighborhood and, and they have no mask. So I don't think it's a big deal to put a mask on a dog. If you feel more comfortable, fine, but I don't think it's going to be beneficial. We're taking your calls at 888-971-7243, 888-971-SAGE for Warren Eckstein, an internationally renowned pet and animal expert. Uh, you said that the animals might not like the fact that their owners are home 24-7. Talk to us about that. You know, a lot of people call up and say, my dog's lonely, my cat's lonely. You know, dogs and cats have the ability, for, for the most part, to take care of themselves. So the fact that we're home, that means that 
their schedules are entirely thrown off. You know, we might be sleeping later, therefore walking them later or staying up later and walking them later at night. We might be giving them all kinds of, uh, I use the term from New York, nauseous during the day, so they might be eating food they're not normally eating. They're definitely not getting the socializing they normally had. Most people are not taking their dogs, obviously, to parks or beaches. It's against the law, but also a lot of the dog parks are closed, so there's a lack of socializing that's going as well. So it's really imperative. You know, in 1979, I wrote a book called Terrorobics. It was an exercise book for dogs and cats. This is the time. If you live in a home and there's stairs, staircase sprints up and down. The more exercise you give your pets physically, the better off they're going to behave psychologically. Warren Eckstein is my guest. He's host of the Pet Show, AM 870 The Answer, here locally from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturdays, nationally from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Warren, I am uh, cat-sitting for a friend, and the friend brought the cat over, and everything was fine until my friend left. The cat goes into a little hole in the kitchen, will not come out. I have food. I have kitty litter. The cat comes out apparently in the night because the kitty litter has been used, and the food is missing, but won't come out while, I, while I'm there. And it's been there. That cat has been in that hole now for three days. What do I do? Well, let's, let's, let's face it. Have you, have you known this cat prior no. to sitting no. for him? No. So we have this cat that's been living with your friend, and bless you for being the good friend you are, but you, you have your friend who's living with this cat for whatever amount of time. This cat is now thrown into a situation away from the person he loves and feels comfortable with, into a strange home, a strange environment, with strange sounds, strange smells, and can I say a strange person, perhaps, Larry? And so it's are, are, are you, Warren, 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 are you saying the cat might be racist? That's another discussion we should have. Can it? Can it? Wait, wait. Are you saying? Are you saying an animal can be racist? Absolutely. Really? Not racist in terms of the way we describe it. Years ago, when I was training guard dogs in the South Bronx in Harlem, these are dogs that never saw saw a a white guy, especially a white Jewish guy, come into the neighborhood, and they reacted (laughs) incredibly aggressive to me. Same thing with dogs that never been exposed to African American people because of the different. So what do I do about this cat? All right, here's what you do. First thing you need to do, what you should have done, is you should have had your clothing, unwashed articles of Larry's clothing at your friend's house so the cat got used to your smell. That's Mm -hmm. number one. Mm -hmm. The litter box should have come over from your friend's house, not necessarily clean. Having a little soil in a litter box would have made it more comfortable. And what I would have done, or what you can do at this point, maybe not, if you can get articles of your friend's clothing or something from his home into your home so there's a familiar scent for the cat, that would be really beneficial as well. It's just a big cat, and the hole is so little, Warren, it just squeezed in there. It was it's stunning to me. But he's getting out, obviously, to eat and poop, right? Right, right. Well, Warren, can you stick around, Warren, and take a few calls? Okay, don't don't go away. Warren Eckstein is my guest. Call us at 888-971-SAG. If you have any question about your pet during this time of the coronavirus, 888-971-SAGE. Warren Eckstein, host of the Pet Show. We're taking your calls right now. Larry will be right back. Stay tuned. America, we have a country to save. And now, here's Larry Elder. Hi, Larry. This is Mark from Ohio. I just wanted to thank you and the real men on Salem for your accurate reporting. 888-971-SAGE, 888-971-7243. 
Larry Elder, ReliefFactor.com studio. President Trump says we may reconsider our funding for the World Health Organization. Don Lemon says Trump only wants to do that because it's a Fox News talking point. Okay. Russia collusion with a CNN talking point. How's that feel? 888-971-SAGE, 888-971-7243. Larry Elder, ReliefFactor.com studio. And my guest is the host of Pet Show. He's on AM 870 The Answer from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturday, nationally from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m., author of a number of books, including the one he mentioned, Pet Aerobics, also Memoirs of a Pet Therapist, a tale, T-A-I-L, get it all book, how to get your cat to do what you want, how to get your dog to do what you want. His books, The Illustrated Cat's Life, also The Illustrated Dog's Life, have been published in 10 countries. Please welcome Warren Eckstein. Warren, a number of people have questions. Darcy in California. Darcy, you're on with Warren Eckstein and Larry Elder. About the uh, the man walking the dog with the mask, I heard about three to four days ago that a lion had contracted the coronavirus. And we have two cats in our home. They're indoor cats. Um, and, uh, well, my husband and I, when we heard that, we looked at each other cross-eyed like, oh, my God, could this possibly be worse? And how now, here, 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 here's a great answer for you, okay? And, and I did a lot of work on this. Listen to me carefully. With the number of cats living in the United States, which is in the millions and millions and millions, the only one we heard of testing positive was a tiger at the Bronx Zoo. So if this was the type of okay, virus right. that you had to be scared in terms of your cat or dog getting, believe me, there would have been a lot more positive cases way back when. So I don't believe there's anything to worry about. Just, you know, common sense, you know, social distancing right. if you have the COVID-19 or someone else does. But in terms of worrying, according to everyone I spoke to, the CDC, at this point, there's nothing to worry about in terms of your dog or cat uh, giving you the COVID. Uh, in terms of getting it to them, there's been no cats or dogs that have gotten it from a human being other than that one tiger. Darcy, thank you for the call. Rita is in New York City. Rita, you're on with Warren Eckstein and Larry. Hi. Hi. You're on, Rita. Hi. How are you? Um, I wanted to tell you about your cat that you said was crawling into the hole. Mm -hmm. You just put some clove oil on her, some clove oil. You just put it, like, just wet it on her and keep her clean. You know, with I can't, that. I can't, I can't, read, read, I can't, I can't reach the cat. The cat's in a hole. My arm can't even, can't even get in, into where the cat is. That's, that's what I mean. Okay, she's in the hole. Yeah, in the hole. Okay. And, and, and assuming she, she weren't in the hole, Warren, does, is what Rita said, would that have worked? I, well, I, I would not be using clothes oil. I would be doing it a whole, a preventive approach beforehand. So at this point, the only other thing I could recommend, Larry, and this may sound a little eccentric, and, and heaven forbid, I should ever sound eccentric, but you, you may want to, when you leave the house, you may want to leave your voice talking to her on a recorder, hmm. on your computer, let her listen to the show. The more she hears your voice and the more your scent is around her, the easier and faster she'll get more comfortable and start coming out when you're around. Mary is in St. Petersburg, Florida. Mary, you're on with Warren Eckstein and Larry. Good evening. Evening. Uh, would it be wise to take your dog to the groomer if there's other dogs there and other people there? Would that be okay? Personally, I would not be taking my dog to the groomer at this point, not so much fearful of the dog, but in terms of I don't know who the groomer might have uh, uh, been exposed to the virus. So 
a lot of people are doing it. They're grooming their dog at home, but don't go crazy, okay? A little brushing here and there. If you know how to trim their nails, I would not be taking my dog to a... I don't even know if the grooming shops are open. I know in some areas they're not, but I would not be taking my dog to a grooming shop at this point. Um, I would be trying to groom. In fact, my dogs are getting a bath tomorrow. Your dog's getting a bath tomorrow? I'm bathing them myself, absolutely. They do it at my 19 pounds. How bad can it be, Larry? Is it a good or a bad time to adopt a pet from the shelter? Oh, this is incredible time. First of all, thank God for people. I have gained faith in people again. So many shelters and so many rescues and humane societies across the country now have run out of dogs and cats for adoption. More dogs than cats. Cats still need it. So many people are fostering dogs, and you know what happens very often when you foster a dog, you become what we call a, a foster failure. You wind up adopting. But so many dogs have been fostered and adopted during this COVID uh, outbreak. It's a fabulous thing. But it's a great time to adopt for a couple of reasons. Number one, this is the time that you have to spend a good couple of weeks at home with your pet. You have more time to spend with them and socialize them and start training them. So this is an ideal time. Any time's ideal, but this is the perfect time to adopt a dog or cat. However, you may have to do it online. A lot of the shelters are closed, but they do have their websites where you can go online, adopt a dog, you can go to the shelter, and they will hook you up. Warren Epstein, we only have about uh, 60 seconds left. Has there been a run on pet food? Has there been a run on dog food, cat food, the way it has been on toilet paper and paper towels? Well, luckily not the toilet paper for the pet slide, but there has been a run on it. A lot of the companies are out of dog food. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going online. I order dog food online for my own dogs all of the time. Um, but you have to, yeah, stock up. Let me just say that. Stock up. This is the time to stock up. A few seconds left, Warren. Are you opposed to referring to yourself as the owner of a dog? You know, for, for 40 years I was the owner. Now I guess I'm no longer the owner. Um, um, I've, I've changed to a guardian. It doesn't bother me, and the reason it doesn't bother me is because I know so many thousands of people that have dogs, they call, they, they call themselves the owners, and they have the greatest, happiest dogs in the world. So it doesn't personally bother me. I don't use it, but it doesn't bother me. Warren Eckstein, host of The Pet Show, again nationally from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m., a.m. 8.7 The Answer from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturday. Warren, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Anytime, Larry.